0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, happy Wednesday. Welcome to Tea for Two. I'm your host, Michelle. From Q&As and self-love to simply manifesting the life you want to live, this is a lighthearted space where we can have girly big sister chats and discuss life's dilemmas. Grab yourself some coffee or wine and enjoy the episode. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the T for Two podcast. And if you're new here, welcome to T for Two. I'm your host, Michelle. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. I hope you're having a fantastic Wednesday. I feel like a lot of people actually do listen on release day or on the weekend. It's actually really cool to be able to see the back analytics of it all. I use Spotify for podcasters, which is super easy to use and navigate. I use this app to record, edit, and upload my podcast episodes. I can't see the times that people are listening, but it's cool. To be able to see which days more people are listening to the episodes and how the episodes are actually ranked. Anyways, regardless, whatever day you guys are listening to this, I appreciate you for clicking on this episode. I hope you're all having the best time ever, the best week. And if you're not, that's okay too. We all have those days. But I hope this episode makes you feel a little bit better and brightens up your day. In this week's episode, I am discussing the importance of a morning and night routine and building a routine that's specific to you and your own lifestyle. All right, so before we get into the episode, just some life updates. Wedding planning is on a roll, you guys. A lot of things are happening. I've had so many meetings with my wedding planner just about catering, design, setup, floral, stationery, all the good things. We are also now getting all of our songs in order for our DJ. I have my song picked for Walking Down the Aisle and let me tell you, it's a good one. My fiance doesn't cry, you're done. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I actually might not even cry myself. I'm not a huge crier. But when I listened to this, like the preview of the song that I'm going to walk down to definitely gave me chills. And that just kind of solidified that this is the one. It was a very similar feeling to when I tried on my dress. We also hope to book a tasting with our caterers for sometime in February, which I'm so, so excited for. The choices for our menu sounds so good. So actually being able to taste every dish and determine what exactly we want on our wedding menu is going to be so fun. Our dessert and wedding cake has already been ordered as well. Shuttles for our guests coming to and from the venue has all been organized. So it's honestly all coming together. Another thing on my list I got to do is wedding hair and makeup trial. I'm hoping to do that sometime in March, maybe after my bachelorette party. Um, It's nice, you guys, how fast time is going and how fast everything's going to come. But it's under four months now. And overall, the design proposal I'm super obsessed with and I can't wait. I can't rave about my wedding planner enough, you guys. If you're getting married or planning a wedding in the Okanagan, let me know because I will gladly recommend her. She's so worth the money. I know sometimes thinking about your overall wedding budget and then trying to justify having a wedding planner and how much you have to pay for one is so hard. Like, do I need one or can I do this all on my own? I'm telling you, ladies, it's worth the money. Maybe if you were having an intimate 50 person wedding of your closest people, then you can kind of coordinate most of it yourself and have a day of coordinator who takes over kind of a few weeks out. But if you're having a hundred plus people, which is considered a bigger wedding, I would highly recommend having a wedding planner. It just definitely takes the stress off of you. So if you have questions, she's there. If you need to change anything, she's there. Bottom line, if you're hesitant about having a wedding planner fitting into your budget, my suggestion is cut costs elsewhere. A podcast I'm loving and has helped me kind of get into this wedding mindset is the You and Me podcast. It's two Australian wedding experts who talk all things wedding. They give you tips, advice, and they interview other brides about their wedding as well. I love it and highly recommend if you're planning a wedding or recently got engaged to definitely go listen to a few of those episodes. Okay, so let's get into the episode. I'll give you some easy tips to build a morning and night routine to help with your wellness journey in 2024. Setting up a self-care routine is so essential to build a foundation of your overall wellness. Having a self-care routine is super beneficial because it allows you to be in control of your vibe for the entire day. It allows you to be in a good mindset, a good headspace, and just feel overall way less stressed. Something I do a lot of is making a list the night before. If I know I have a day off and a bunch of things I need to get done, I like writing them down on a list of things I need to do. And even sometimes going a little bit further, numbering my list in order of priority. Just having this list helps me be on track and be more productive with my time. One thing I have always struggled with is time management. Sometimes I spend too much time on one task. So lately I've been setting times for each task, like emailing, maybe set 30 minutes to get all my emails done or laundry, dishes, cleaning, giving myself an hour to do all of that. This has helped me a lot with wedding planning, having all these emails from vendors or from the venue or my wedding planner all coming in at once. It just becomes a lot. Having a way to organize all of these tasks and emails just helps me tremendously. Life is short and meant to be lived and enjoyed. Having a morning routine allows you to get excited about your day when you wake up, romanticizing that morning coffee or all the little things we do in a day. It's important to have habits that really fuel you. Another reason we should incorporate a morning and night routine into your life is because it allows you to show up for yourself. When you're taken care of, you can be a better person, a better partner, a better coworker, a better sibling. Your positive mindset will be contagious to others around you. My coworkers tell me all the time that I'm so happy and so energetic, no matter what time of day I'm working or no matter how busy work gets. I just don't see why we should dwell on all the negative things when there are so many positive things that we could focus on. Trust me, your positive aura will transfer to everyone around you. It allows you to be their light, their sunshine that they truly need. I think one of my purposes in life is to use my experiences, my talents, my passions to better the lives of others around me. I feel like a lot of people talk about their morning routines and you always hear about how when you wake up your morning routine is so important, but honestly, I think it starts with your night routine. Your night routine really, really matters. My three biggest reasons as to why we should prioritize our night routine are the following. Firstly, and most importantly, it helps you sleep better. And sleep has been one of the biggest wellness hacks that I could have ever imagined. I have been letting my body sleep for around seven to eight hours a night, and it has made such a difference in my life. It's like a domino effect into the rest of your life, and I've never felt better. I know it's not the easiest to make sure you sleep at least eight hours, but you have to somehow find a way. Your body was not made to operate in a constant go-go-go schedule. There are so many books on sleep and educational facts on how sleep impacts your daily health and wellness. Sleep has definitely just helped me with my metabolism and overall energy level. Secondly, it makes your life more productive and you know you can have more of a predictable morning, knowing that you've slept enough and can start your day on the right foot. In order to create your own night routine, you need to think what is most important to you. For me, it was sleep. I have always had an issue with falling asleep earlier. I've worked so many night shifts that my sleep schedule was so off. So I needed to find ways to get myself into that mode earlier, that cozy mood, maybe even crawling into bed a little bit earlier. If it takes me an hour to fall asleep, you need to find helpful ways that get you more into that cozy mood at night. Some helpful tips could be maybe showering before bed or having a candle on while you read, listening to sounds or meditations before bed. Things you want to avoid are scrolling your phone, scrolling TikTok or watching scary movies or shows before bed. Just making sure you're surrounding yourself with positive energy throughout your whole day. It's important to surround yourself with your favorite people and with the most authentic relationships. It truly makes such a difference when you clock in time with the people you love, I've definitely found that I have slept better and just way more carefree at night. So what do you need more of in your night routine or what do you need less of? What is going to be your main focus and maybe pick one or two top priorities. Do you want to prioritize alone time, prioritize your sleep like me, cooking at home more, no phone after a certain time. But pick one or two main things that could use improvement and that you want to focus on and build your habits around that. So I know sometimes listening to other people's routines, you think, oh, I'll try this or, oh, I'll add that into mine. Just make sure you take other people's routines with a grain of salt. So I'll give you some habits I do for my night routine, but it's all tangible. And no, these are just things I do. You have to build your own routine that works for you. So firstly, I like to set the mood with lighting. After we make dinner, we clean the kitchen, I always turn off all the overhead lights. We have pot lights in our kitchen that are a little bit dimmer, so I like putting that on and maybe lighting a candle, setting the mood. Candles make the biggest difference, you guys, with the ambiance of your home. We have an artificial plant as well with some fairy lights around it in our living room, and I just love putting that on when it gets darker outside. You want your home to be your safe space, your vibe palace, somewhere where you can wind down and just relax. My fiance and I love watching a movie or a show after dinner just to wind down and have some quality time. Although with wedding planning in full effect, sometimes I'll have my phone out and he'll be the first one to say, put your phone down. (laughs) But we usually do this for about like an hour or so and then head upstairs and I kind of do my skincare routine, set my alarm if I'm working in the morning and put my phone on charge. And then I put my lamp on, read for about 30 minutes to an hour. Sometimes if I'm really into my book, I'm up for longer than an hour and I just need to tell myself like, okay, it's time to shut down. You're too into this book, (laughs) getting way too ahead of myself. But I usually just try and read until I feel myself getting sleepy. Reading before bed is something I definitely get very excited for nowadays. It's important to make your night routine peaceful. Once you put a divider into your workday and personal rest time, you will notice a huge shift. I think if you're feeling stressed after work or school, just try scheduling a time where you can stop work and school stuff and transition into a peaceful home safe space so that you can have a clear divider and be less stressed in your home. Now for a morning routine, I know everyone loves listening to these. So my morning routine is pretty simple and nothing makes me happier. It might take you 30 minutes to complete this morning routine, but it will build momentum for the rest of your day and just be such a vibe. I honestly go to bed excited for my morning. I have basically habit stacked my routine so that they roll into each other pretty seamlessly. Something I think which is important is that it has to cater to your unique needs like your night routine. It has to be your own authentic routine. You can use my routine or others routine, but cultivating your own unique morning routine, is what will make you truly the happiest. Firstly, your sleep, like I said, is so important for your night routine as well as your morning routine. Having a significant amount of hours of sleep will help you feel energized for the rest of your day. Also, I think it's important to not feel rushed. There was a period in my life where I was always rushing in the morning, woke up, do the bare minimum in the morning, shower, brush my teeth, and like quickly throw my hair in a low bun and run out the door. It's such a toss up because you don't want to be rushed in the morning, but you also want to prioritize your sleep. So I think you need to find a happy medium where you feel well rested, but also give yourself enough time to not be running around in the morning like a chicken with your head cut off. (laughs) My sister used to make so much fun of me when we lived together, she would laugh she would laugh at me and be like, why don't you just give yourself an extra five to 10 minutes? So you're not scrambling before you run out the door. That was definitely not a recipe for success. I'm happy to say that my routine has changed and I don't do that anymore. (laughs) So honestly, you need to figure out how much rest you need, then find out how much time you need in the morning to get ready and then figure out what time you need to get up and set your routine around that. So things I do that make me feel good in the morning and set my day up for success. First things first, I start my day with a small task, like making my bed in the morning. And of course, brush my teeth, do my skincare routine. Sometimes I do a face mask. My favorite face mask is the Lush Coffee Mask. It's so good. You guys, honestly, if you've never tried it, go get it. It's like a thicker mask and it has like these exfoliating beads and just makes your skin feel so smooth afterwards. It, I'm obsessed. And then usually after I do my whole like skincare routine, I come downstairs and I'll usually start my coffee while simultaneously emptying the dishwasher, doing both things at once is the perfect way to habit stack. Another habit to incorporate into your morning routine is setting 15 minutes of cleaning. When you realize how amazing it feels to have a clean space, you'll realize how important it is to add to your morning routine. You just need to romanticize taking care of yourself and your environment because we all know a clean space allows for a clear mind. Turn on your diffuser, put on some music, light a candle, and you'll realize how fast that 15 minutes really goes it's important to have a morning moment making my matcha or my coffee in the morning is definitely my morning moment (laughs) your morning moment could be journaling going for a morning walk listening to a podcast you love or even 10 minutes of reading during your morning coffee personally i like to turn on a mindset podcast or watch a youtube vlog just to enjoy while i'm drinking my morning matcha or during my 15 minutes of cleaning Recently, I've been listening to a couple new podcasts. I'm loving the wellness cafe by Trinity Tondelier or the 80 20 by Lily Ray cow. I think that's how you say your name. Both podcasts are easy listener podcasts about health and wellness. I also love reading some daily affirmations just to get your mindset right. Or I love reading we, the urban posts about self-love and just increasing personal power. Practicing gratitude in the morning honestly will truly change your life. It's the biggest gateway to shifting your mindset. Especially if you're just starting your wellness journey, you need to trick your mind into thinking positively. Abundance isn't just about money. I've learned that abundance is about your energy, how you show up in the world, how you show up for yourself. It's appreciating everything you have and being grateful for where you are and all of your experiences and cherish the present moment. So in a nutshell, that's my night and morning routine. I want to encourage you listening to write down kind of a couple things you want to prioritize in your morning and night routine and write down how you want to feel. Pick a couple things you want to be more strict with because some days you might not have time to do it all. Make your night routine cozy and something you look forward to every night. Just think like what habits would make you feel the best version of you in your day to day and do those things. It doesn't have to be some crazy 10 step skincare routine. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out process that you have to force yourself to do every day. It could be things that you really like to do to encourage you to be happy and excited to do these habits every day. I think for me, something I've been really trying to focus on this year in just the last couple months is really slowing down, enjoying the present moment and more importantly, to not take things so seriously. The more you complicate things, the harder your life becomes and it just makes you feel more miserable and less motivated. When you're just trying to jump goal to goal to goal, I realize you miss out on the middle part and that's truly the fun part. The most fun part of my routine is the little things that make me happy, the dancing while making dinner, my conversations I have with my sisters, the coffee I'm drinking every morning or the match a moment I have, the cute little dog crossing the street on the way to the grocery store. It's all these little moments. I encourage you to incorporate a few habits that you enjoy in the morning and night. Make it your own, especially if you're feeling like you're in a funk. Sometimes a fresh chapter or a fresh routine is all you need. If you're only listening to one part of this podcast episode, let it be this, live in the present moment, embrace where you are, and don't worry about what might happen later in the day or later in the week. It's about having fun with what you're doing right now. There's going to be days where your energy is off or someone's irritated you or construction outside. Make your morning routine so good and so full of joy that you're pumped to wake up in the morning dancing while you're making your coffee or unloading the dishwasher. Find happiness in the mundane because it's your life and you choose what kind of day you're going to have. It might be hard in the beginning, but trust me, it is so worth it to have a good morning and night routine every day to start your day and end your day productive and just make you feeling so good. Finding gratitude in every moment of your day is the secret to life because not only does it make you manifest the dream life you want, it also makes you appreciate what you currently have. Like if you don't love the life you're living right now, then you're not even really living at all. It's important to find the beauty in the day-to-day life and romanticizing your habits. This is a reminder that you're absolutely capable of creating a life that you can't stop thinking about. Cultivate a positive mindset. Your mindset shapes your reality, helps you foster a positive outlook, embrace life's challenges, and helps you grasp all the opportunities that come your way. A positive mindset fuels determination and perseverance. All right, so let's do some Q&As. Firstly, okay, this isn't really even a question. It's more so of a story time, and you all know I love a story time. <laughs> I heard the story on the morning show. I think it was the morning show, but it was about a bridesmaid that is bailing on her best friend's wedding to go to a Taylor Swift concert. And she apparently just told the bride like 3 weeks out. Like, oh my god. I have so many questions. Like, in true women fashion, like did she go to the concert? Are they still friends? And like, did the bride give her an ultimatum? Like, what would you guys do in this situation? I feel like I'm getting married this year. And honestly, a bunch of my bridesmaids are Swifties. Like, they're huge Taylor Swift fans. But if one of them told me that they weren't going to come to my wedding, I'm would. i not going to lie. I would lose it. (laughs) I would be equally disappointed and sad. Like, you only get married once if you're lucky. And if you're being asked to be a bridesmaid in a wedding, it is an honor and something you should be proud of. The fact that someone values your friendship so much that they've asked you to be a part of their special day and be beside them the entire day. Taylor Swift will have so many more concerts for the foreseeable future. So I think the bridesmaid needs to rethink her priorities and definitely fulfill her bridesmaid duties or her friend duties. Like... (laughs) If not, I would leave that friendship. Like she obviously doesn't value or respect your friendship. So I would honestly just be like, thank you next. All right. So the next question is advice on making friends as a 20 something year old. I think it needs to be normalized going to a bar alone or a cafe alone, just basically anywhere alone and maybe just ordering yourself a cocktail. I I think there's some sexy confidence in the most modest way possible like put on a cute outfit walk to a restaurant maybe sit at the bar or grab a table don't be on your phone i think just people watch and enjoy your own company you will attract people and just give off a vibe of confidence people will come up to you if you give them the green light and i'm not just saying that like in a looking for a partner kind of way just like a purely platonic way definitely give it a shot or if you're going to a workout class or going to the gym just go up to someone and compliment their workout set or their water bottle start a conversation i think after covid it's like weird or people make it kind of like awkward like if you just go up to someone randomly but how else are you going to meet friends i think there's like an app actually now that you can meet people like around your area i honestly don't remember what the app's called but is it like Bumble for friends or something? (laughs) I don't know. I'll get back to you guys on that, but I don't know. I just think like sometimes you just have to like get out of your comfort zone and just go up to people or start a conversation somehow. And yeah, that's kind of how you meet people. Or also like in your twenties, like you can meet people like at work or just like ask someone if they want to hang out, like one of your coworkers, just making time going for after work drinks. (music) All right. So let's end with a quote. Your whole life can change in one year. Make it this one. This is such a good quote. Just a note to self, take control of the things you can change and let go of the things that you can't. For example, you have control over your time. So do the things that make you happy and feel productive. Another example, you have control over your environment. So keep it clean and organized. So you feel more inspired. All right, you guys, thank you so, so much for listening to another episode of Tea for Two. If you love this podcast, please leave a rating and review, subscribe, share, repost. Seriously, you guys hit the follow button on Spotify either right now or right after you listen to this. This podcast will crush and burn if you don't. (laughs) I'm kidding. But honestly, you guys, it's free. It helps me out a lot. And it's just a good time for everyone involved. My goal is to have 100 followers on Spotify before my wedding. So I have under four months to get there. I have 42 followers right now. So kind of just need to a little bit more than double it. And I'm taking it as a challenge. So honestly, you guys, please, if you're a real one, go hit follow on both Spotify and Apple podcasts and I will love you forever. But seriously, leave a comment or DM and follow me at the T for two Podcast on Instagram. I've been loving the feed on Instagram lately. It's very aesthetic, but share this episode to your coworkers, friends, anyone you think who would enjoy this podcast or help inspire them to be the best version of themselves. Side note, I've gotten some great feedback lately. Someone I know said I've inspired her to just have more self-love and not be so hard on herself. And that makes me so happy. If I can change even a couple people's mindset in a positive way, I am achieving the goals I have set out for this podcast. But if you made it to the end of this episode, I love you. You're a real one. Reminder that you can listen to new episodes every Wednesday on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I hope you all have the best day, the best week, and the best month. I will talk to you all next Wednesday. Thanks again for following along. Love you all. Bye.